1: Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hi. Laura and I are excited that Play Me will be returning this January with a whole new series of plays. But in the meantime, please enjoy this encore presentation, which is a show from our archives that was recently aired on CBC Radio 1. This presentation, just in time for your holiday binging, is a clean version, with some of the course language edited or dipped out. If you wish to hear the original show without any of these edits, you can find the original show further in our podcast feed. Until the new year, you can always listen to Play Me on CBC Radio 1 Sunday nights at 9 and Wednesday nights at 11. Happy holidays. This is Play Me, your
0: digital theatre. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen.
1: And I'm Chris Tolley.
0: Welcome to Play Me, your ticket to some of the hottest plays turned audio dramas by award-winning playwrights. We're back with the gripping play Between the Sheets by Jordi Mand. Well, it's here. You can tell because the leaves are starting to turn. Stationary supplies and stores are dwindling, and the streets are teeming with kids carrying brightly colored backpacks.
1: That's right. It's back to school. And that means soon parents and teachers will come face-to-face or screen-to-screen for that much-anticipated, sometimes frightening, but always-revealing parent-teacher interview.
0: It can be a vulnerable experience for parents to get feedback from another adult about how their child is doing in school, and it can be stressful for teachers to have an honest conversation about a student's strengths and weaknesses. But for Marion, this meeting is about much more than her son Alex's academic progress. This is her chance to have a real conversation with Teresa, her son's 20-something elementary school teacher. But this is no ordinary parent-teacher interview. This exchange is about to unravel into a gut-wrenching confrontation between two women battling for the future they desire.
1: Between the Sheets by Geordie Mand features a tour de force cast from the stage and screen, Susan Coyne and Christine Horn. And we should mention that this play does deal with some mature themes and may not be suitable for all audiences. This is Between the Sheets. By Jordy Mand.
2: Miss Stewart. I'm Alex's mother. Of course. I I hope I'm not too late. I I got held up at the office. Late? For the interviews. They're tonight, are they not? They are, but I just held my last one. Oh, I was just finishing up, actually. Well, I'm sure you wouldn't mind if I just grabbed the last slot then. I just have a few quick questions for you about Alex, about his report card. (coughs) Leave it open. If you don't mind, it's school policy. It's school policy to leave the door open? During school hours, yes. But your students aren't here. It's still considered school hours. Please. Well, it's your class. Why would you like me to... Oh, I apologize. I'm a bit tired. It's been a long day. Well, I won't keep you long. Thank you. I would appreciate that. So? So. Do I just ask you my questions, or how do you normally like to start these things, Miss Stewart? Yes. Please. Ask your questions. My preference is for parents to ask their questions first. You're sure? Yes. Please. Go ahead. All right. What is that? It's Alex's file. His file. I have a file for all of my students. I keep track of past reports, academic history. You're very organized. You have to be. It helps, doesn't it? What? Being organized. Knowing where everything is. Knowing how to find everything that's yours. Yes, I suppose it does. I've been looking over Alex's report card. There's a noticeable difference from the start of the year. There is. His math mark, especially. Alex has been making tremendous progress. I can see that. It's been a real pleasure having him in my class. He's quite the character. I'm glad to see he's understanding the material. I've noticed a real improvement over the past His English mark is low, still. He's come a long way in English, actually. He wrote that fantastic book report last month. He got up and presented it in front of the whole class. I asked for a few volunteers, and he jumped at the opportunity. Was he marked on that? Marked? Was he marked on his presentation in front of the class? It wasn't an actual presentation. I asked for a few volunteers What does that have to do with his English mark, then? He's making progress. He wouldn't have done something like that at the start of the year. He wouldn't have stood up in front of the class and read something he worked on. Something he wrote. That was a big step for him. That may be, but his mark is still low. It's higher than it was last term. How is he doing compared to the rest of the class? I try not to compare my students. Really? You don't compare them? No. I think that's a bit impossible. It's not, actually. Every time you give them a mark, you're seeing one student get one grade and one student get another. Um, They're being compared to each other, whether you like it or not. That may be, but I don't go out of my way to... I just find that it isn't a constructive way to teach. Is constructed for them. It helps them to know who's ahead and who's falling behind, who's at the top of the class, who's... I try not to put too much emphasis on their marks. I want them to feel... Their marks determine everything for them. What and how they learn determines... You think university? I think it's a little early to be thinking about university. It's never too early. They're in grade three. It's never too early. What? No, it's just, uh... You were the third parent today to mention university. Well, that's what we're paying for here, isn't it? I understand the need to be concerned about their marks. I do. But they're young and they're going to be students for a long time. They have years ahead of them where all they'll be asked to think about is their marks. I'm trying to encourage them to take the time now, while they can, to understand how they learn. To understand what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. How long have you been teaching? Why? I'd like to know a bit about the woman teaching my son, if that's all right. It's my second year. Second year teaching or second year... It's my second year here. Were you teaching before this? Yes, at Westview. I've never heard of it. It's North. It's a smaller school. And how long were you there for? Two years. Why did you move here? I had wanted to teach here since I graduated. And you managed to sneak your way in? I didn't sneak my way into anything. It's quite difficult to find a position at a school like this. I'm sure there are all kinds of positions out there. There aren't. I know people who've been on a waiting list for years, and that's just a supply. Some of my classmates are serving tables just Well, you're young, I'm sure. I'm not that young. No, you look it. Thanks. Mrs. Siller, do you... Do I... Do you have any more questions about Alex, perhaps, about his report card? No. No, I think I've taken up enough of your time. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you sneaking me in, Miss Stewart. I know it's been a long day. It's my pleasure. I'm sure. You forgot your... It's funny, though. You seemed surprised to see me. Surprised? Yes. When I first walked in, you seemed... surprised. I just wasn't expecting you. Why? Because we didn't have a time slot? You had a time slot. No, I don't think we did. That's why I tried to catch you at the end of the day. Everyone received a time slot. I'm telling you... I was told you wouldn't be coming. You were? Yes, that neither you or your husband would be coming this term. And... who told you that? Alex... How would Alex know whether we were coming or not? That's not something we would discuss with him. Sometimes the only way I know if parents are coming is if their child lets me know. You should have checked with one of us. I did. You didn't check with me. No, I checked with your husband. With my husband? Yes. He was picking Alex up one afternoon, so I asked him to confirm. He said that the two of you knew about the interviews, but wouldn't be coming. You said Alex told you. Alex told me initially, but I double-checked. With my husband, yes. And when was this? When? Yes. When did you check with him? About a week ago. So, last week? I believe so, yes. Tell me, why is it that my husband seems to be the only one receiving information from you? I don't believe that's true. No? You said my husband knew about the interviews. Why wasn't I informed? I don't know. You don't? You don't have any idea. I left a message on your house line. I never received any message from you. Well, I left one. The school policy is that we phone parents, all parents, to let them know about these types of events. I, uh, 932-7674, is that your home number? Yes. I left a message on that line. This isn't the first time this has happened. My husband knew about the museum trip last month that he volunteered for. I didn't know about that little excursion either. I didn't know about it until Alex mentioned it that morning. I phoned your house on that occasion as well. As you can appreciate, it's very hard for me to know how information is being disseminated. I have no way of knowing who Does the school know you're only keeping in touch with one of Alex's parents? It's quite common. Is it? Absolutely. I often only have contact with one parent per household during the school year. Alex has been here for three years. That's never been our experience. As you know, parents are very busy. It isn't unusual for one parent to take the lead with class communication. Class communication. How I communicate, what's happening... I understand what it means. Thanks. And how is that decision made, exactly? How? Yes. How do you decide which parent in any given household you're going to communicate with? It can depend. On? On a number of things. If a parent has requested... Did one of us request that? I certainly didn't. So unless a decision was made without my consent... Your husband asked me to be in touch regarding Alex's school year. I'm not privy to how those decisions are made at home. He asked you that. He asked you not to contact me. He didn't ask me not to contact you. He simply asked me to contact him. There's a difference. Apparently. Again, I don't know how those decisions are made. I simply contact whoever... Well, you've been doing an excellent job then. Don't you think? Excuse me? You heard me. I don't know what you mean by- I think you do. I've seen you. Seen? Together, in the parking lot. I don't know what you're talking about. We came to pick up Alex. I went to the office to drop something off. I saw the two of you talking to one another. He leaned in to whisper something to you. He put his hand on your back. Do you not remember that? I don't. I think you... You think what? I think you might have the wrong idea. No, no. I don't think I do. Mrs. Siller. What? I want you to know I hear what you're saying. I hear your frustration. Do you? Yes. You feel like, perhaps, you haven't been kept in the loop as much as you would like regarding what takes place in my class. I think you've been deliberately keeping me out of the loop, Miss Stewart. I can assure you, no one is keeping you out of anything. I don't believe that. No one I don't believe that for one second. Please, just calm down. Don't tell me to calm down! I know what I saw. Look... I thought your husband was passing along everything we spoke about regarding Alex's school year. I can be in touch with you on a more regular basis if you prefer. That's not a problem. Do you understand what I'm saying to you I or understand not? what you're implying. Implying? I'm not sure why you have it in your head, but... You think I'm making this up? I didn't say... You look me in the eye and tell me that I'm making this up. I think you're confused. Confused. I think there's been some confusion around what you think you saw. You sent home notes with my son. I send notes home with all of my students. You sent a note home. After parents' night, at the start of the year, I found it in Alex's bag. You gave my husband your email address. He asked for a way to contact me. He had a few questions regarding the curriculum. It was your personal email address. I give out both of my accounts. It depends on... What? It depends on what? Our school accounts are temperamental. If someone needs to get in touch with me, it isn't uncommon for me to give out my personal account. And the school is aware of the fact that you ask parents to contact you at home? I have never asked anyone to contact me at home, per se. You asked my husband. Be in touch. You wrote that. You hand-wrote that on a note you sent home with Alex. You wrote that beside your personal email address. Your husband had some questions about the first unit we were working on. Not once this entire year have you reached out to me, and yet you gave him... Mrs. Siller, with all due respect, we are halfway through the school year. I'm aware of that. If there was a problem, you've had every opportunity to approach me. You could have let me know that you weren't happy with the well, way Well, were... I'm telling you now. Exactly. I have left countless messages at your house this year. I sent home class reports, permission forms for class trips. This is the first time it has been brought to my attention that there is any kind Stop of problem. Stop it. If you have had an issue with the way I was communicating with you or your husband, you could have come to me sooner. You can't do this. You can't keep doing this. You're lying. I never... You have been writing to him for months... You have been writing to each other for months. I told you you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to write to him. You didn't have to tempt him. Tempt him? Yes, you tempted him. You tempted my husband. Read it. Read it. I have every one. Every single one. Everyone you wrote to him, everyone he wrote to you. Where, uh, where did you get these from? These are... What? Uh, these are... Private. It's none of your business. All of this is my business. I have the right to know everything that's been going on between the two of you. Where did you... Does the school know that this is the kind of contact you have with parents here? I don't have contact with any other people. Par- no, no, that's right. You only have contact with my husband. Does he know you have these? Does that matter? Yes. It's a crime. You know that, don't you? <laughs> A crime? Breaking into... Entering someone else's... I didn't enter anything, you little... He left his account open, on our computer, in our office, at our home. Where are you going? I understand that you're upset. You understand nothing. But I can't talk to you about this here. This is my job. Well, you should have thought about that before you... Somebody could hear us. Somebody might walk in. I wouldn't do this to you. I wouldn't barge into your office. You would have no business being at my office. I pay for my son to be here. Don't you forget that. I pay. We pay for our son to be in the same room with you every day. I have every right to be here. Please. Do you think this is easy for me? To be in the same room as you? No, but you... How long have you been seeing him? Answer the question. Miriam. Don't. Don't do that. Don't use my name. This has nothing to do with me. This has nothing to do with you? This is between you and him. How can you say that? It has everything to do with you. What are you doing? Put that down. I'm serious. Put down the phone. Hi. Now you listen to me. I don't care if this is your job. I don't care if this is where you work. I will go to the principal... The parents' board? You will be out of here so fast. This doesn't concern my job. You better believe it concerns your job. You are sleeping with a student's father. They would have cause for concern if this involved a student, but it doesn't. You think the school wants to know that one of their teachers I am great at my job. I don't care if you're the best goddamn teacher in the universe. I will make your life as difficult as I possibly can. Do you understand me? I, How long have you been seeing him? Answer the question or so help me God, I will- A couple of months. A couple? Yes, a couple. So what, since December, January? Since, uh, since the end of September. Who else knows about this? No one. You haven't told anyone? You haven't told any of your girlfriends, family, roommates, co-workers? Is there anyone here who knows? I said no. He should have known better. He's... He's old enough to be your father. He's not that old. Oh, yes he is. Well, I'm not that young. No? No. How old are you? 28. Oh, God. When were you last together? I know it's been in the last week. Where do you meet? Where do you meet him? I have never been to your house, if that's what you're asking. How do I know that? How do I know you're telling the truth? I don't know how you know that. I want you to tell me. I am. I am telling you. What what do you want me to say? You stood there minutes ago and lied to my face. How the hell am I supposed to... Why are you asking me anything if you're not going to believe me? You have been deceiving me for months. I have not been deceiving you. No? No, he... You should be talking to him. I want to hear it from you. You should be asking... I want to hear it from you. Where do you meet? Do you meet him here? What? Do you meet my husband? No. You're sure? Yes, I'm sure. I would never... You would never what? I would never do something like that. This is my classroom. Why would you even ask me that? Then where? In a hotel? In a car? On the street? At my apartment. Your apartment? Yes. Do you live alone? Yes, I live alone. Does he have a key? No, he does not have a key. How do you know when to meet? How does he know when to come over? I don't know. Look... We've only been together a few times. What does that mean? A few times? You've only seen each other a few times? You've only f***ed each other a few times? We've only slept together a few times. So, what? Twice? Three times? I haven't counted. Do you use protection? What? I need to know if I should be tested You don't need to be tested for anything. Do you use protection or not? Yes. What? Are you on birth control? No, I'm not on birth control. No? No, we use condoms, All right. Condoms. Yes. Does he buy them or do you? I don't know. So they just appear out of nowhere. No, he... You're going to stop seeing him. Do you understand me? You're going to contact him tonight, and you're going to tell him it's over. You're going to tell him it's over, and then you are never to communicate with him again. You won't write to him. You won't call him. It's not that simple. Simple... What did you think was going to happen? I didn't think anything. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? You weren't thinking. Neither of you were thinking. You think I don't know what he sees in you? You're young, you're attractive, you're some kind of answer. Answer? Yes, you're the answer to his fucking midlife crisis. You don't have to do that. What? You don't have to make him sound like some kind of... He's not like that. He's not like what? He's not like every other man his age? Sleeping with some young... He's twice your age. Well, you're the only one who seems to have a problem with that. Problem? (laughs) Sweetheart, do you not see what's happening here? He's... He's using you. He wouldn't be doing this if he... He wouldn't be doing this if he didn't have feelings for me. Feelings? Do you hear yourself? You have no idea. This is a phase. I'm sure it's easier for you to think that. Believe me. Nothing could possibly make this easier. No, it is. It's easier for you to think that this is a phase or some kind of an answer to- It's an affair. You're having- It's a a relationship. Oh. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, dear God. He's married. You know that, don't you? Yes. He's not single. He's not a bachelor. He's not available. The man you are talking about is my husband. Doesn't that mean anything to you? Of course, it means something to you me. You can't just meet to f- each other. That's you... not what this is about. It's, it's not... not. It's not what? It's not about sex. It isn't. No. You're sleeping with him, aren't you? That just happened. You just happened to find yourself in bed with my husband? No. How can you say it's not about sex? It doesn't matter what I say to you. Everything that comes out of my mouth is going to sound stupid or young or whatever it is you think I am. But this is real. This is real, and if he were here, he would be telling you exactly the same thing. Hey, <laughs> Neither of us was looking for this. I knew he was married, of course. I knew he was married. But it's not as if I went out of my way to find a married man to sleep with. I hate the fact that he has a life with someone else. he has a life with you. I know you think this is just about sex and I get it. I do, but it's not and you need to know that. It has never been about that. I ache until I can hold you inside me again. Don't. Your sweat on my skin, the taste of you in my mouth. Stop. The thought of you, the very thought of you makes me wet. Stop it. It's not about sex? You don't understand. Oh, obviously I don't. He writes to me. He writes to me all the time. Yes, I've been reading his work. No, you haven't read these. He's been writing short stories for me, poetry. What, like assignments? You don't get it. No, I get it. You're giving my husband homework. This is not a joke. You have no idea what he's written about. How much he has shared with me. How much I know about your life together. What? I know about your first date. I know about your wedding night. I know about fights that you've had. I know you were sleeping in separate rooms for a while. He's written about the most private, intimate details of your marriage. You have some nerve. He's miserable. He has told me over and over again how sad, how lonely he's felt, how trapped he's felt. He's happy. For the first time in years, he is actually. Oh. <clears throat> Do you want some water, or, uh... I'm gonna tell you something, and I want you to listen, because this is something he would never admit about himself. He is never satisfied. And the reason he would never admit that is because he doesn't know. He has no idea that he has been living his life this way. That for years he has been living his life this way. Whatever it is you think you've found together, in the end, it won't matter. He is never Ever happy. And he never will be. Alex's project is... I know which project is his. Does he know? What? Does my son know? No. You're sure? Yes, I'm sure. But he's seeing the two of you together. Only when he's being dropped off or picked up. Have you ever seen him outside of school? No. After school? On the weekends? I have, have you ever- never seen your son outside of this school. I want him as far away from you as possible. What? Why? Because you have put him in a dangerous situation. How is this dangerous? Alex isn't safe in your class. My students' safety is the most important thing to me. I would never do anything to put any of my students in danger. My son. Your son is doing well. Alex is having the best year he's had since he started here. Of course he is. He's smart. You're right. He is smart. He's also incredibly challenging. Kids are challenging. Not like Alex. His teachers haven't always known how to work with him. He's struggled a bit here and there. Struggled? Marion, he's been drowning. I have all of Alex's report cards since he started here. I have comment after comment from his teachers, each of them noting his behavior as an issue, that he has trouble focusing, trouble staying on topic, that he zones out during class. Every kid zones out. You try finding a kid Not every kid. Not like Alex. He used to talk to himself. He would continually disrupt the class. Then you should be doing a better job of controlling them. It's your job. It's because I have been doing my job. Because Alex and I have been working together, creating a system together that he... A system? Yes. What system? So he can function. So he can stay focused in class. What are you talking about? I've been giving him ways to help organize his thoughts. It's been good for him. He doesn't feel like his mind is moving a million miles per minute. Does the school know that you're using systems? Of course they know. I've consulted with a number of teachers here. Which teachers? From the resource program. The resource program. Yes, Alex's needs are very- So now you're an expert on what my son needs? I'm not an expert, but I did my AQ in special education. Of course you did. He needs to- You have no right speaking to anyone about my son without my consent. Alex is my student. I have a professional obligation- To talk to us before you decide to just take matters into your own hands. I did. Curtis and I- What? You what? We discussed it. I didn't just take matters into my own hands. He knew I was speaking to Ms. Larson. I wouldn't have pursued it without consulting with... This is a nightmare. Alex is making progress. Please don't forget that. I am the first person that has actually been able to get through to him. You are not the first person. I am the first person here. It's because I have been working with Alex during class, after class, at recess, that he's finally... And do all of your students receive this level of attention, Ms. Stewart? Alex needs the attention. Other students don't necessarily. He needs it? Or you do. What? I'm just asking. Asking what, exactly? You don't think I know what you're doing? No, I don't, actually. The more time you spend with my son, the more contact you're able to have with my husband. Isn't that how you've arranged things? I haven't arranged anything. No. The child of the man you're... just happens to need more attention than any other student in your class. Alex's progress has absolutely nothing to do with my relationship with Curtis. And yes, for the record, Alex does need- It must be so romantic. The two of you lying in bed together, reading poetry to each other, discussing my son's academic- Alex needs to be assessed. Assessed? Tested. I know what assessed means. He needs to be working with the resource program. You think you're the first person to suggest that we have Alex tested? No, I know I'm not. You're right, you're not. Then why haven't you done anything about it? I'm not getting into this with you. Look, Alex is a great kid. He really is. He's smart and funny and clever, but it's only going to get harder for him. I'm sure you know that. If you don't do something about it now while he's still young enough to... I know, I'm the last person in the world you want to hear this from, but you need to consider this for him. You need to consider it if We have. We have considered it. Okay, so... So? I don't want that for him. I don't want him treated differently. I don't want him to be isolated, or... Of course you don't. I don't want him put into some kind of separate stream, or... He's a sensitive kid. He wouldn't handle this well. I wouldn't underestimate him. To be honest, I think he'll be relieved once... Relieved? Yes. How would any of this be a relief for him? Because these systems work for him. He'll... You don't understand. I do. You don't. You spend a couple of hours a week with him. I spend 40 hours a week with him. Because it's your job. You're not with him. Well, from the sounds of it, I spend more time with your son than you do. Excuse me? It's true. You're never home. Because I work, you little... You work evenings, weekends... And why do you think that is? For fun? I work for them. Everything I do, everything is for them. For my family. So we can have the life that we have. So we can afford to send Alex here. So I can pay your goddamn salary. You don't pay... I would love nothing more than to be at home with my son every night instead of sitting in an open-concept office with a bunch of 20-something-year-olds waiting for a conference call from some owl in another time zone. I would love to bring Alex to school every morning. I would love to volunteer for class trips. I hate having to work late into the evenings. I hate not being able to tuck him into bed most nights. I hate having to ask him how his day was over the phone. He's my son. Being away from him is one of the hardest things I... haven't stopped you. Stopped me? You're still... I'm not going to stand here and justify the decisions that I... that we have made together as a family that enable my son to have the kinds of opportunities that he... Why am I even going into this with you? You of all people. Because I have seen what Alex is like when he gets to kind of... It's enough already. You don't get to be a part of this conversation. You don't get to weigh in on what happens to my son. Do you understand me? His future... Has nothing to do with you. I care deeply about Alex. If you cared about him, you wouldn't... I care about him more than you know. What does that mean? Nothing. No, what the... Never mind. (laughs) Don't you walk away from me. What did my you? My relationship with Alex is important. And? And he's going to be an important part of my life. What are you? We're moving in together. Curtis and I. Jesus Christ. We were waiting until the end of the school year until Alex is finished. You're moving in together. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Okay, well. So, how, how is this going to work? Will he be moving in with you? Because you're sure as hell not taking the house, so... Where will you be living, exactly? We're figuring that out. You're moving in together and you haven't figured out where you'll be living? We haven't made any firm decisions yet. Well, that says something at least... It doesn't say anything? No, it does, actually. Curtis is usually very good with those sorts of things, those sorts of details. It's sort of a strength of his. What is a strength of his? Moving. I've never had the stomach for it, but he, he loves it. The looking, the searching for the perfect place, the packing even, so it's just interesting that you haven't talked about it. I would have thought it would be the first thing he would have talked about. We're waiting until the end of the school year to decide. Of course you are. And he'll probably move in with you in your little apartment until you find something more comfortable. Probably. And will the two of you be living off of your salary, or will he be picking up more work? How is that going to sort itself out? We're figuring it out. I'm guessing you've never been married before. No, I haven't. How many men have you been with? That's not any of your have business. Have you ever lived with someone? A boyfriend? A partner? I know what I'm getting myself into. All right. I just hope you're prepared, that's all. You're going to need more than a goddamn teaching gig to keep the two of you afloat. We'd be living in the gutter if You we... wouldn't be living in the gutter. You don't have to be so dramatic. You're not the only one contributing at home. In our household? Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. I know how much each of you makes. Oh, you do? Yes, he's told me. Has he? Has he... Also told you how much we've had to borrow from my family over the past few years? How I had to take on a new position at the office with longer hours so we could finally start paying them back? I know things have been tight. And how I had to beg him to take on more clients, but he still couldn't get us together? Did he tell you that? He did. He's told me all of that. He's also told me that you're the one who insists on vacationing twice a year and that he's never seen you wear the same pair of shoes twice. I know that work has been slow for him. He's looking at his options, maybe changing career paths. You don't just change career paths at his age. He's looking at his options. You are so naive, it is unbelievable. We will figure it out. Neither of us are concerned about that right now. Of course you're not. Everything is so easy for the two of you, isn't it? You have no obligations, no responsibilities. You don't have to worry about carpool or a new refrigerator or who's taking whose parent to the doctor. You don't have to worry about anything. Right now, it's just you and your future. You've got the rest of your lives to figure everything out. That's all going to change. You know that, don't you? This honeymoon of yours will end and eventually you'll be dealing with life, just like the rest of us. Eventually you'll be left with the dishes and the mortgage and the passing the newspaper back and forth in the morning without uttering a single word. If you're actually going to do this, if the two of you are going to insist on breaking this family apart, then you deserve each other. And whatever miserable existence you find yourselves living with... I'm not trying to break your family apart. Well, that's what's going to happen, isn't it? You're going to rip us apart with your bare hands. That's not true. And if Curtis thinks for one second that he'll have custody of any kind... Curtis is a wonderful father. You don't need to punish him Trust me. If I wanted to punish him, I would do a lot worse. This is for Alex. Alex loves his father. And if either of you stopped to consider how he's going to react to this, how he's going to react when he learns that his father is leaving, and not just leaving, but leaving to be with his teacher... Alex and I are close. You don't think that will change? I know. In time, I think that he'll... I think that he will come to... This will destroy Alex. I'm prepared to do whatever it takes to make this easy for him. He isn't good with other kids. Kids? He'll be replaced. No one is replacing anyone. And I'm going to be the one who's going to be picking him up off the floor while the two of you start a new life together. He will be part of that. Alex will be the center of our lives. Curtis always wanted a bigger family. Well, he doesn't. We've talked about it. Now that he'll have this young, trophy wife. Stop. He'll be so thrilled to start over again with you. You'll give him everything he always wanted. That's not true. It is. It is true. No, it's not. He knows I can't. I can't have children. Have you tried? No, I haven't tried. So you've chosen not to? No. Then how would you... Because when my uterus was removed, it became pretty clear that I wasn't going to be having children. When, When did... You know, I don't actually want to talk about this with you. I wasn't even thinking about children at your age. Well, I've been thinking about it my whole life, so... I miscarried. Did he tell you that? Twice. The first time I wasn't very far along, but the second time I had to deliver. It was awful. Curtis was heartbroken. That whole period of time was... No one tells you that it might be difficult, that it might not happen the way you imagine. You expect that when you want to have a child, you'll be able to, that it will. You have options. You can adopt. Would you have adopted? We talked about it. And. And. Curtis wanted to keep trying. Then we had Alex. It's hard, you know. Whether you have a child or not, it's hard. Some things make it harder. Having a child, it's... uh, It's the most complicated, wonderful, horrific relationship I've ever had. Alex means well. Of course he does. He's my baby. He's just... (sighs) Are, Are you all right? I think I'm just tired. I'm exhausted, actually. Me too. Sometimes... Sometimes... I just want to be left alone somewhere. Far away, where nobody can find me. He knows that. What? Curtis. He knows that you want to be left alone. I didn't mean literally. Still, he can tell, he can feel that you... Being left, and being left alone are two very different things. He's tried. Tried? He's suggested that you see someone together. That doesn't constitute trying, he's just given up. He hasn't given up. No? No, he... He wants his life to be different. We all do. We all want our lives to be different. That doesn't give him permission to live his life however he wants, to exit his marriage. I've had opportunities too, you know, to be with other people, but I would never act on it. I would never do that to him. The worst part is he hasn't even given me a chance he has given you a chance. No, he hasn't. He has never sat me down and talked to me about it. He has? You don't? What? I don't what? Listen. That is not true. He's told me he's tried to talk to you about it, but you change the subject or you leave the room. He's told me you've literally left the room mid conversation because he brought something up that you didn't want to hear. Once. That happened once. Everything has to be your way all the time. I shouldn't have to apologize for having high expectations. You're right. You shouldn't, but if he can't talk to you, if you won't listen to him... I listen. How is it any kind of partnership if you You, don't... You've never been married. What the hell would you know about it? I know that if you love someone, if you respect them... It's not as easy as just... Are you in love with him? That is a very difficult question to answer. It shouldn't be. Well, it is. When you've lived with someone. When you've known someone as long as we've known each other. We also used to talk all the time when we first met, when we first started dating, we, we were inseparable. We couldn't stand being apart from one another. He had this infectious energy. He made me feel like I could do anything, like anything was possible but you get older. You change, and your relationship isn't the way it used to be. You're not the way you used to be. You don't mean for it to happen. It just does. And then you have a child, a family, and everything just... I know we've grown distant. I've felt it for a long time now, but I don't... I don't know how to reach him. I I don't know how to let him know that I'm still here, that I'm still... How did you do it? What? You found a way to get close to him. What did you do? I didn't do anything. You did. You connected to him. How? I don't know. I listened to him. And? And what? What else? Nothing. No. You figured something out. I didn't figure anything out. You did. Give me a way to connect to him. Give me a way to This. Is this what he likes? What? Please. This is my marriage. You you've only known each other a couple of months. We've been together for 24 years. I was there when he got his first job. I was there when his mother died. When our son was born. We've shared an entire life together. I know him in a way that no one else will. Please give me a way to- Stop! What you're asking me- I-, I don't understand. How can you not know how to connect to your own husband? If you've had so much time together, why has it taken you so long to- It is not my fault that you needed something like this to happen in order for you to see how lucky you are. How lucky you are to have the life that you have. Curtis has been so good to me you have no idea what that means. You care about each other. No, you have no idea what my life has been like. For the past few years, I couldn't be touched. I couldn't let anyone get close to me. I had difficulty leaving my house. I didn't socialize. I had to take a break from teaching. Everything about my life changed. Having such a huge part of me just taken out like that, like somebody scooped everything out. I have this giant hole Inside me, I can feel it when I lie down, when I bend over. There is this huge part of me that is missing. He is the first person that I have been able to stand being around. The first person I let into my life that I can actually talk to about it without... Is there no one you... Trust me. I've tried, but I see that look in their eyes, that glazed look they get. If I start talking about it, no one wants to hear about it. No one wants you to talk about it. Everyone wants you to just move on, but... I can't. It's all I think about. It consumes me. I see women, ordinary women, walking down the street, women with their children, and I just, I lose it. I break down on the sidewalk. Just seeing a baby carriage. I understand. How can you possibly understand? I can imagine. You've had a child. I will never be able to... They kept telling me. At the hospital, they tried to prepare me for it. They told me what they were doing, what they were taking out, that there would be no way for me to... I'm going through menopause. Menopause. It's... Can't they give you something? I've tried everything. Nothing works. I'm just so sick of it. The wearing hundreds of layers all the time because I never know when I'm going to be hot or cold. The feeling like I'm crawling out of my skin. The exhaustion. The emptiness. I'm sick of... Hello? (laughs) Did you... No, No, he won't wear those. No, he doesn't like the way that... The blue one's in the bottom drawer. I I know, I can hear him. No, I'm still at the office. I know, I'm on my way home. No, 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 don't put him on. Tell him it's okay, tell him. Okay. Bye. Everything all right? It's Alex. It's he. I have to get home. It was never about you. You know that, don't you? And yet, here we are. I know. I. I wasn't thinking clearly. What? What I did. What you did. I sent them. Sent what? What you wrote. The exchanges. The emails. I don't understand. The emails you wrote each other, I sent them to Mr. Williams. I I didn't think it through. You... What? He's not the only one. What do you mean, he's not the only... I sent them to the parents' board. The board? The chair. Barbara, she's a family friend. Oh my god. I told them to fire you. I told them I'd pull Alex out of school. I said I would make a scene if they didn't get rid of you. When did you... This morning. I sent them this morning. No. I I didn't think it through. You have to fix this. How? I don't know. You have to contact them. You have to write to them or call them. You have to tell them it isn't... What? That it isn't true? It is true. But you... You should have come to me first. Why didn't you come to me first? You could have at least given me a chance to... To what? I don't know. To... This is my job. My income. You'll be okay. Okay? You think someone else is going to hire me after... You're a good teacher. Tell them that. Tell them what you just said to me. I don't know what difference it will make. It... I'll go to them myself if I have to. I'll tell them everything. I'll tell them the entire situation. I'll tell them about Curtis. About you coming to see... You knew. This entire time when you first walked in here you let me I told you why would you do something so why because I didn't want to be the only one in pain so this this makes you feel better no You know, I have always tried to give you the benefit of the doubt. Always. Get out. I didn't mean to. Yes, you did. You did mean to. I didn't know what I was doing. You knew exactly what you were doing. I didn't. Get out. Teresa. Out!
0: That was Between the Sheets by Geordie Mand. I'm Laura Mullen, here with Chris Tolley, and you're listening to Play Me on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius XM.
1: We'll be right back.
0: I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real.
1: Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other.
2: There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What?
1: You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. You understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Anyone close to one knows the devastation an affair can have on those involved. It can damage self-esteem, erode trust, and leave everyone involved feeling utterly shattered. I spoke to Jordy about what it was like to watch audiences take in her show that centers on such an emotionally charged subject. It was
3: such a fun play to be in the audience for because, A, it's the kind of show where, where people were very audible, like they were loud, there were gasps, there were, no, don't say that, no. Like the audience was very, very involved, which for a writer is just the best. That's what you want. You want people to be fully immersed But we, you know, there were some people during some performances that would uh, like have conversations with the characters because they were so completely involved in what was going on. I think given the initial topic of this show, it's one of those things where people do not walk into the theater and it's impossible for people to not know a little bit about what a show is about now because of reviews and the Internet and everything. It's one of those subjects where it's impossible, I think, for people, especially women, to not have uh, baggage around it when they
0: walk in to see it. To hear our whole interview with playwright Geordie Mand, or to listen to more compelling dramas, check out Play Me Podcast on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. There, you'll find dozens of plays in every genre for you to binge. While you're there, we recommend another play featuring Christine Horn, Iceland, by Nicholas Bion.
1: Between the Sheets featured Susan Coyne and Christine Horn. Its world premiere was at Nightwood Theatre, and Kelly Thornton directed the original theatrical production. This episode's sound design, edit, and mix are by Chris Tolley.
0: We'll be back next with the haunting play, Raking Light, by two-time Governor General Award-winning writer Jordan Tannehill, whose latest novel, the listeners, just made the Giller Prize long list. Deep within the Prado in Madrid, an art historian restores Velázquez's famous Las Meninas painting, while society crumbles outside. Thanks for listening.
1: Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at XPEC Theatre or Instagram at playmepodcast. A special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez and Tanya Springer.
0: The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is R.F. Noorani. Our senior director is Leslie Merklinger.
1: Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expec Theatre production. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcasts.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.